want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. I was actually just scrolling through my Google Calendar trying to figure out how the heck I'm going to keep up with all of the things that I love to do and this podcast and my routines and all the things that make me feel good because of the summer that I have coming up ahead of me. And I thought that I would just hop on the podcast and talk about staying consistent in the chaos of life because we all have seasons of life where we're really in tune with our routine And then we also have a season of our life where it seems like there's so much going on, so much happening, and consistency is almost impossible. And I wanted to create this episode because quite literally five minutes ago, I was putting together a list of ways that I can help myself stay consistent in the chaos. And if nobody needs this episode out there, at least I have it for myself and I can come back and listen to this episode when I feel like I'm losing my mind because there's so much happening in my life in the near future. Like I was counting the days that I actually will be able to sleep in my own bed coming up within the next month and a half and I think that maybe there's like a solid two weeks spread out over the course of the next month and a half that I will have here at my house and I was starting to feel really really overwhelmed because this past spring I've spent so much time curating my perfect routine and I'm such a routine person that when something gets disrupted or maybe when I wake up a little bit too late it kind of just throws off my entire day and so when I remove myself from my typical routine quote-unquote I get a little off track and I start to feel a little bit funky but finding ways to stay consistent with your routine with your morning habits with the things that make you feel good when you're on vacation or when you are traveling this summer or when you are nannying for a family or whatever you're doing this summer, it's absolutely critical to find ways to stay consistent amongst all of this other stuff that you have going on in your life. So as I just mentioned, I have a lot on my plate right now. I'm not quite sure when this episode is going to go up, but I'm pretty sure that'll probably be in Indiana when it's going up. Sam and I are kind of floating back and forth between 
Indiana and Maryland and then we're also doing a trip out west. I have a bachelorette party to go to and I don't know just all of these events are like popping onto my calendar. I'm like nannying for a family. I'm pet sitting another week. I'm pretty much not going to be home at all and if you guys can't tell I'm a little flustered and it's not that I'm not excited about all of these activities but I'm a very routine person and I feel like at this point, I know myself pretty well, and when I'm off of my routine, I'm a bitch. Like, plain and simple, when I don't move my body, when I don't eat good food, when I don't spend time meditating, when I don't spend time in my journal, I'm a bitch. And it just is what it is. I know how to take care of myself, and I know that when I don't take care of myself, I'm really moody, I'm, I get really stressed out, and, and I'm not a very nice person to the people around me and nobody wants that when you know what you need it's important that you provide yourself with those needs and not only is it just that I'm like moody and and kind of just feeling funky when I'm not on my routine but I also just physically mentally emotionally feel not very good and so it's really important to me to stick to the things that make me feel good which a big staple of mine and you guys will hear me talk about it probably over and over and over again Um, in the podcast, but it's my morning routine and waking up early, hearing the birds chirping, watching the sun peek through my window and sitting and meditating outside, journaling, listening to my peaceful meditation playlist on Spotify. All of those things make me feel amazing first thing in the morning and then making a big cup of coffee, having a big bowl of fruit or a smoothie, just taking my morning slow and taking care of myself and my mental health first thing in the morning, like the very first thing that I do is take care of myself. And being able to do that sets me up for a day of success, whether that means I'm working all day or whether that means I'm spending all day on the beach. Whatever I do will be successful because I took care of myself first thing in the morning. Similarly, going to bed at a reasonable hour and waking up at relatively the same time window every single day, our bodies get into this circadian rhythm and even going to bed a couple hours late can really mess with you. I mean, we've all traveled places where it's a completely different time zone and you get jet lagged and your body's like, what the heck is going on? It's the same thing when you go to bed a little bit later one night, regardless of the time zone that you're in. You kind of mess up that typical routine your body's like whoa 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 wait a second what's going on and you feel it and even nights where I go to bed a couple hours late and then wake up at my normal time the next morning I feel hungover regardless of if I drank or not the night before I typically wake up feeling hungover and that's just truly our body's natural response to being off of the routine like a physical response to being off of the routine I'm kind of going on a tangent, but I guess my whole point is that our routine is super important. Whether you have one or you don't think that you have one, your body wants to be on some sort of routine, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. And when you go on vacation or when you are traveling or doing whatever you do that makes you somehow away from your typical routine, it's critical that you find ways to stay consistent with your routine. Even if it's a variation of your routine, it's important to stay consistent with at least a couple habits that make you feel good. I have a list of about seven-ish. This could change. Like as I'm talking, I typically like adapt my list and and build things into one another and mesh 
little tips and tricks and I don't know, you guys get the gist. I have a list of some tips and tricks of how to stay consistent in the chaos of life when you don't necessarily have all the bits and pieces that make your routine yours. First things first, and this is something that I do with all of my clients, something that I do in all of my programs, something that I do almost every single day in my personal life, is first off, create your why. And when you create your why, it's really important to ask yourself questions Like, why did you choose to begin doing this? Why is now the right time to do so? What does the word intention mean to you? And how can you create an intention for this practice, this routine, this exercise class that you want to take, this project that you want to start? And ask yourself if you're ready and willing to work hard for it. And then create a plan, a tangible action plan of steps that you will take to follow through with this reason why. Your why is what you come back to when it gets chaotic, when it gets hard, when you feel like you've fallen off track. Come back to your why and remind yourself why you're doing XYZ every single day. I like to be super intentional with every single move I make and I think that it's really important to live our lives with purpose and if there's no reason for something, don't participate in it. Similarly, if you don't have a reason for doing what you're doing, you're not going to want to really do it. So find your why and post it everywhere in your home, on your phone, in your office. Set an alarm every single morning that reminds you of your why. Get a notification about it. I don't care what you do. Just remind yourself why you're doing XYZ every single day. Similarly, I think it's really important to hold yourself accountable and this can be in the form of your why. So you read your why every single day and that's what holds you accountable. But a lot of us need a real human, a friend, a coach, a mentor, someone to check in on us and make sure that we're doing what we need to be doing to achieve our why and follow through with our goals. I think everybody needs a health coach. I'm a firm believer in that. I think that a lot of people don't really realize the value in having someone who can truly coach you from the sidelines on how to be the best version, the healthiest version of yourself. Think sports, for example. I'm not a big sports person. Like I like to watch sports, but I don't know a lot about sports. I don't really have a favorite team. I don't really, like I'll go to games and stuff, but I just don't, I don't know the names of players. I don't know the names of coaches. I can't like recall a really cool play that the coach came up with and the team wouldn't have won without coach whoever's famous play. But the coach is there standing on the sidelines, guiding the team to success. I was a swimmer for 10 years and before every single race, it was so important to go talk to the coach. And I'm sure that the coach gave me quick little pointers and told me something about the other team that was important to remember or the girl that I was about to race against. I'm sure that that conversation happened, but what I remember most is that I felt encouraged. And going into the race, I felt like I had a fighting chance. The coach is obviously super knowledgeable about swimming. They have a passion for it. They have taken all the courses. They've gotten the certifications, the qualifications. They know the tips. They know the tricks. But what I remember most was the encouragement that I received prior to the race and then the feedback that I received after. And the great job, way to go. That was incredible. 
and the, hey, missed you at practice the other day, where were you? Or the times that my coach could tell that I was really struggling with a mental hurdle or my anxiety got really bad. And it was a place that I could come and talk not only about swimming, but about life. And I think that being heard, being seen, and then also being held accountable to reach your goals is something that not a lot of us have and maybe you're like me and you had it in like high school sports with like a coaching figure but in the real world we don't really get that a lot and that's what's so cool about health coaching is that it's a place to come and just talk about all aspects of life doesn't necessarily have to be nutrition it doesn't necessarily have to be exercise but it could be about quite literally anything and then we use that conversation to navigate ways to achieve your lifestyle goals and that's what's so cool about health coaching anyway back to being held accountable for whether it be like your morning routine or whatever lifestyle journey that you're on I think that we all need some way to be held accountable to continue down our own perfect path and continue down our journey towards a better and healthier life. So my next piece of advice is to make your routine non-negotiable. You guys have probably heard me say this about a billion times, but when you're wishy-washy with your daily checklist, when you aren't really sure what time you need to wake up in the morning to get whatever you need to get done done, nothing will get done. When you have a solid routine, when you have action items that no matter what plans might pop up, no matter what party someone's going to invite you to, no matter what happens that day, at least you did this non-negotiable thing. I would also recommend that you build in rest days. When you do not pick a day to rest, your body will pick it for you. And so unless you have dedicated weekends or a dedicated afternoon that's just for you or Sundays are your rest days or whatever this looks like for you because we all have our own little calendars. Unless you have a me day that you pick out and that you dedicate, it's not going to happen. I think that this summer is going to be a bit of a struggle for a lot of us because I think more and more activities are popping up that obviously within the past year and a half we haven't been able to do. We haven't been able to travel like we will this summer. We haven't been able to go out the past year and a half, so there's going to be more opportunities for that. And with all of these activities and invitations and things that we want to do, we need to remember that first off, we don't have to do it all right now. And it's okay to take rest and it's okay to say no to things sometimes. And I know that saying no to things is a lot easier said than done. Just a couple weekends ago, I got roped into going out a couple nights in a row and I knew that I needed a rest day, but I just felt kind of guilty for saying no and I continued on anyway. Quick little backstory. This is kind of TMI, but I'll tell it anyway. Back in high school, I used to get these like canker sores. I think that that's what they're called in the back of my throat. It's not like quite a tonsil stone, but it's just like this one big sore in this one place in the back of my throat. And I know I'm going to get people on here that are like, you need your tonsils out, whatever. It only ever happened to me a couple times when I was really, really stressed out, like junior year of high school. And like I went to the doctor and got tested for mono. They said, no, it's not mono. It's not strep. It's not this. It's not that. And we just kind of all agreed that it was stress-induced. 
And just the other day, one of those popped up again. And it was right before the launch of my podcast. Had a lot going on. It was those nights that I got roped into going out because I didn't know how to say no. It was my body's way of telling me that I needed to take rest and that I was a little too stressed out. I was a little too overwhelmed and I didn't need to be doing all of these things that I was doing. And so I think that it's really important to also tune into what your body has to say because our mind might say yes, but our body might say no. So tuning into those cues is equally as important. This kind of goes back to building your why and figuring out what's important and figuring out what makes you feel good. Make sure it's fun. If you're not having fun, that just sucks. I think a lot of us think that our routine has to be rigorous or that you have to go for a run even though you hate running or you have to participate in things that you don't really want to participate in and that's not true. Your routine and your why and your intentions should all be good and fun and rooted in self-love and if they're not... It's time to reevaluate. If you don't love your morning routine, change it. If you don't love your workout routine, find something different. There's about a billion ways to move your body, and it took me a while to find ones that I truly enjoyed, but there's something out there for everybody. There truly, truly is. So if you don't love what you're doing, Stop doing it and find something else. Another thing that I would recommend, this kind of falls under making it fun, but if you're on vacation per se, you're on vacation with a bunch of friends and you know that if you don't work out, you're going to be a raging bitch for the rest of the day, which is totally reasonable, um, invite your friends. Be like, hey, I'm going to go for a long walk on the beach. Do you guys want to come? Hey, I'm going to do a yoga session outside by the pool. I'm going to do it at nine. Um, I'm going to listen to this playlist or I'm going to watch this YouTube yoga video. Invite your friends to do it. If you're on vacation, they'll probably say no, but you might have some friends that are like, yeah, I'd love to do that. Or make it part of your adventure. If you're going to a new city and you've never tried SoulCycle before, make it an activity. Put it on your itinerary. Book a class. Find ways to build in the things that make you feel good. It's also really important to remember that if you do fall off track, If you do end up not doing your routine today, if you end up skipping a workout because you're just not feeling it, that is all okay and tomorrow is another opportunity. Naturally, there are going to be some gaps and that's okay. But I will say that if your routine, your lifestyle, your whatever is super rigid and it's not fun, it's not going to be sustainable. So say you're following like a really strict diet and you just can't keep up with it. There's probably a reason for that. It's probably not realistic and it's probably not going to be successful long term. I think that it's really important to fully understand the difference between falling off track because the life that you're living isn't sustainable and falling off track just because you happen to skip out on journaling this morning and you're going to do it later tonight. Like there are two completely different things there and I guess they technically fall under the same category of falling off track, but there's a huge difference between blowing your diet on vacation because it's really not sustainable 
versus versus not having a kitchen to cook in and making the best possible decisions when you go out. And I don't know, I just, I think at the end of the day, it's really all about what makes us feel good. And if you're doing things that don't make you feel good, it's time to turn inward and decide why they don't make you feel good. So as you guys can tell from this episode, I am going to be on the go this summer and I'm excited to take this show maybe on the road a little bit, not as in like a tour or anything, but just like bring my microphone with me throughout all my craziness of the summertime and I'm excited to talk about my adventures, I'm excited to see new places, new people, new things and just experience life outside of this little bubble that I feel like I've been living in for the past year and a half. If you guys are not already subscribed to the show, I would highly recommend doing that. Um, You can get notified when I post new episodes, which go up every Monday and Thursday. You can also feel free to follow me on Instagram. It is at lilyrako, that is L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W, and you can follow the podcast Instagram as well. That's 8020POD on Instagram. And don't be shy. Go ahead and give the show a rate and a review. That really helps out new listeners discover the show. Thank you all so much for tuning in today, and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you.